This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey, Frankie, and Ben coming to you on a Monday afternoon getting ready for Monday Night Football and also need some time to wrap up the weekend. Ben, my man, what's up with you? What's happening, Corey? What's up, Frankie? Good to be on with you guys. Good to get the uh, the final part of the Week 9 slate down. Good weekend for everybody in the SI Pro community as well. Yeah, for the most part, Frankie, it was a good weekend for everybody in the SI Pro community because we started on Wednesday with a little maxion. Then we took it to some college football on Thursday. And then Friday was another good one for college football. And Saturday, Monster Play Shout out to the Vegas Whispers with the with the Florida Gators. So I rolled Vegas Whispers Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I felt pretty good about it. Then on Sunday, Frankie, I said I'm gonna go at it my own, and I gave it all back. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a rough week. I mean, you know, a lot of betters out there. They, you know, it, it's amazing. I mean, you just even look at just go for the example of the Sunday night game. I mean, there was nearly seventy eight percent of the money from what I was told around here in Vegas was absolutely all over Tampa Bay and a lot of uh, other touts out here in Vegas as well were giving out Tampa Bay money line to avoid the hook like they were giving out free Halloween candy and boy did they get absolutely burned and I you you could go up and down the line the Houston Texans getting backdoored and not being able to cover that number the Dallas Cowboys covering that 14 um, which a lot of people, you know, that was kind of a split decision. It seemed that there was money uh, on that game, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, looking at certain things. But a lot of people teased that game. And if you did a six-point teaser, you didn't come out so good. So once again, Corey, I can understand that. It was a difficult week once again, as we saw, including one of the biggest moves, guys, on the entire card on Sunday morning was seeing – the Indianapolis Colts go off as a favorite at DraftKings Sportsbook, as well as several other shops here in Vegas, and the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson burning all that money. So once again, the sportsbooks come out ahead and beat the brains over, you know, out of all the people and all the shop betters, excuse me, all the public betters. But, you know, Vegas Whispers, they almost got a chance. They had a chance to scoop. They really did. You know, they, they got lucky with the uh, Raiders. Um, it looked like they were going to lose for a second consecutive week in a, in a game involving the Chargers on a game that involved the last play of the game. They were absolutely on the right side, uh, backing the Saints on Sunday night football. And unfortunately, Russell Wilson, 
and that entire Seattle Seahawks game team in the first half specifically, they didn't come to play, and the Buffalo Bills took it to them. So that was an easy loss. But overall, 4-1 weekend um, on top of Casey Olsen's red-hot UFC once again winning in another 70% clip. Guys, we are just absolutely giving out winners here in the SI Pro community. All right, so Ben, let's get into Indianapolis and Baltimore because I stayed rock solid with it, even though that number was bouncing around crazy on Sunday morning. I was so confident in it, and this is how foolish I am. You know, in the DraftKings Sportsbook, you can do alternatives point spreads. I was going to lay six and a half with Baltimore, and I was going to get it at, at, at plus 200. At the last minute, I was like, you know what? Take the Baltimore money on and pay it, play it safe. Yeah, I think that was, I mean, it certainly ended up playing out that way and you probably could have been okay. But anytime you see that kind of rapid movement and like how many times have we heard like the late move is the right move? We saw, at least in the first half of the game, the Colts' defense really shut down Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I think for the first time all year, the Ravens punted on every offensive possession in the first half. And and that's that's an offense that in case, you know, the play breaks down, you have the best quarterback runner in the NFL and Lamar that can make a play happen whenever he wants to. So the Colts did a great job. It was just an adjustment in the second half. They opened things up a little bit more. They moved the football around. They got the ball out quickly. And then Baltimore was able to make those adjustments. And then conversely, you had Phillip Rivers, who, oh my God, that that endless gif of him getting tripped over his own feet trying to chase down um, on that fumble recovery from Baltimore will forever be just a wonderful image in my mind. So salute to Baltimore. They got the job done. And for anybody that jumped on them early, they felt pretty good about it. Yep, no doubt about it. So I did ended up getting that money line. But Frankie, the Arizona Cardinals, they haunted me. They haunted me all week. I figured they were in the bag. That one I liked two ago. I, I liked them going up against a rookie quarterback on the road, making his first start after only throwing for 93 yards last week. But what did Tua Tugliavoa uh, Viola tell me, or show me rather, and take my money from me, like LeBron James would, is that he came to play too. Yeah, he really did. I mean, the numbers weren't prolific, but he was efficient. Um, I think that's the best way to describe his effort yesterday. And it was, and he was efficient even after losing a receiver that he seems to have a strong rapport in, in Preston Williams. It looked like in the first half, maybe Preston Williams was going to get his season turned around. And now, unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be out with a, yet another injury. But Tua looked real strong. But, you know, that was another one that burned a lot of people. That line steamed and closed out here in Vegas, as well as over at DraftKings Sportsbook, with a minus six in favor of the Arizona Cardinals. And we know that, you know, that not only were they never really uh, having an opportunity to probably win that game and cover, but in terms of winning, they had an opportunity. But in terms of covering that number, it looked like that was a, a difficult endeavor the entire game. But, Corey, imagine if you would have had this money line parlay. Bills at home, Dolphins money line, Saints money line, and dare I say it, G-Men money line. And you would have came out on a profitable note. But two, three of those games right there, the Dolphins money line, the Saints money line, and the Bills money line, the sportsbooks once again came out on the winning end because betters were all over fading all three of those teams. So let me ask you this, Ben. Hearing that information and hearing what I did with the Arizona Cardinals, what was it for you yesterday but, I mean, was it a good day or was it a day where you had one that you was like, oh, I wish I could have that one back? No, it ended up being a good day. I still ended up going two and one, uh, considering that I just jumped on the Vegas Whispers picks. Had Seattle minus three. So got off to a little bit of a rough start. And to be perfectly honest, guys, I was fairly convinced that Seattle, based on the way that they've played 
all season long was going to make it a one possession game. So I, I was live, too. So I live bet Seattle a few times. And frankly, you know, if not for a couple of bad Russell Wilson interceptions, and I think he had one coming into the game uh, on Sunday, you know, he threw some bad interceptions against Buffalo, made some costly mistakes. Buffalo just they they took it to Seattle's defense at will. Like they just there was no stopping them. So I still think they had a chance to close it and make it a one possession game. And that's where I live bet Seattle multiple times over the course of the game. So I got burned there. But I ended up being fine on the afternoon and the evening slate, uh, especially with the afternoon. We got lucky, guys. The, the fact that, you know, that pass from Justin Herbert at the very end of the game, I, I had a side bet with uh, with my cousin Joey, and I just felt bad because I ended up winning on, on my book, but I didn't want to take Joey's money because he had the Chargers in that game. So I I'm let not it slide. Off of Joey. All right. I let it I let it slide. I said, listen, man, like we're just going to push on this one. I almost feel guilty here, uh, but I didn't feel guilty taking it from the sports book. And then in no the doubt. evening slate, you know, you had the Saints that just completely clobbered Tampa Bay. So it ended up being an OK day. I'm just a little bit mad at myself uh, for taking everything that I learned over Seattle over the course of the year and just watching them throw it out the window. All right, let's get ready to hop into to it for tonight. Monday Night Football, AFC East, bottom dwellers in the AFC East. Sounds funny to say that. Got the New England Patriots traveling to Jet Life Stadium and take on the New York Jets. Jets catching 10 at home, Frankie. The total is 42 and a half on this one. Low scoring game expected, but a Patriot victory is also expected in the big one, too. Yeah, it's, that's why it's surprising that this number was 41 and a half uh, late last night and even in some spots here in Vegas early this morning. And now we see that it's at 42 and a hook. So there's been some decent, you know, quiet steam right now towards the over as betters are expecting uh, points right now. As uh, one book told me that they have seen six to one right now in terms of uh, the overall money right now at term, uh, on their handle at on the over. So that's a little bit surprising to me, considering both of these offenses are absolutely terrible. Uh, you know, we know that there'll be no Julian Edelman on one side. We know there'll be no Sam Donald on the other. But I guess betters are expecting maybe some, you know, more points on the board right now with injuries. The New York Jets might be missing arguably their only efficient defensive lineman in uh, Quinn and Williams tonight. He may be forced to sit. And we already know on the defensive side of the ball for the Patriots, they're going to be missing all pro cornerback Stephon Gilmore, which may be uh, news and happy news for a lot of Jamison Crowder owners out there because he may have the opportunity to flourish without a real true shutdown corner on the on the back end of the Patriots secondary tonight, Corey. But as we know, this number opened at seven and a half last week in Vegas and just steamed up. And I think a lot of it, uh, you know, the reason why this number did steam up, guys, is obviously because of the fact that Joe Flacco is starting under center for the Jets as a opposed to Sam Darnold. Yeah, man, and that, that that should be a tough one right there, uh, Frankie. And Ben, when you look at it, you know, listen, it, Joe, I was I am of the of the group of people that believe that uh, uh five, six, seven, eight years ago, maybe longer than that, a decade or so ago, that Joe Flacco was elite because he had some elite victories. But now Joe Flacco is no longer elite. He matter of fact is kind of a laughing stock and the Jets are a laughing stock. So that lets you know how far that Joe Flacco has fallen. But it's not like the New England Patriots have been have been world beaters this year. As a matter of fact, my brother-in-law in, in, in his weekly pick him, he's down to the final two. His opponent, hey, well, the guy he's going against for the, you know, the, you know, the weekly work thing, you know what I'm saying, the work pool, um, win to take all. His opponent has the New England Patriots tonight. He has the New York Jets. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. 
it's a little bit of a weird spot. Like I get it if you're trying to just sort of differentiate your picks. That's like, what it is. Yeah. Like I the the majority of folks, I, I'm in a survivor pool, and I was trying to figure out, okay, where can I go this week to try and leverage a little bit? Because I saw that I think about seventy percent of the participants were taking Pittsburgh on the road at Dallas. So I was just rooting like hell for the Cowboys to find a way to come up with a win. And they almost found an opportunity. Uh, but I ended up just taking, you know, the, the easy play and that's fade the jets. Uh, I, I don't have necessarily a worry that the Patriots are going to have an opportunity to lose to the jets, even on the road in a divisional game. And I think that's actually part of the reason behind it for anybody that's suggesting that the Patriots are, are likely to tank the rest of the season to try and get themselves their new quarterback moving forward. Th- those are all legitimate reasons to go ahead and tank. I understand that. I also realize that there is still enough pride and enough veteran leadership in this Patriots locker room that's going to prevent that from happening. If they're going to tank, they're not they're not going to start that process by losing to a team that doesn't have a win this year, by losing to a team that you can get at almost plus 400 to go 0-16 this season over at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is still insane that the number uh, as odds are, are even that low for a team to go 0-16. At some point, the Jets are likely going to get a win. Uh, the Patriots have just run into a lot of offensive issues. There's nobody for Cam to throw to. Uh, he's clearly dealing with some sort of an injury, but they have an addition to the running game with Damian Harris. Uh, you still have you know a few other dis- decent uh, possession wide receivers in Jacoby Myers. Nikhil Harry still might be able to get something going. Um, and, and Cam can still run. Like If you guys are looking at some of the numbers for Cam Newton as far as rushing the ball, go through his game log, and I think you'll be pretty surprised. Like He had 54 yards rushing against the Buffalo Bills, 76 against the Broncos, 75 against the Dolphins, 47 against the Seahawks. I think the total uh, for rushing yards for Cam is at 40 and a half right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. So maybe I might be considering the over uh, unless this game just gets out of hand quickly and they want to risk any sort of injury. So I, I I can't fathom any sort of way in which the Patriots find a way to lose this game to this team at this time. All right, Frankie, let's get in here. I don't think we have any Vegas whisper information for this one as far as the side or the total is concerned. And um, maybe maybe it comes to the SI Fantasy Pro community later on today. But do we have anything, any breakdowns, any lean, anything that you're seeing with this one right here? How should we play it? Uh, to be honest, I, I, I find it very difficult in terms of that. But we do have a Vegas Whispers free play that we gave out. And boy, guys, I hope you both got on it earlier because that number has exploded over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We gave out Jamison Crowder over four and a half receptions after the Vegas Whispers Sharps played that number out here in Vegas. And right now, as I'm looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook, that number to go over is now minus 200 on Jamison oh, Crowder. Wow. So that number has absolutely exploded, guys. It looks like a lot of people are listening to the SI Pro community, and that word of mouth is spreading real quick because that number has absolutely exploded. I hope both of you were able to get down on that number earlier because if not, that number is long gone. Well, Frank, I mean, well, Ben, I was able to catch it at a dollar minus $1.24, so I feel pretty good about that right now. Yeah, solid work by you. By the time I saw it, uh, it was around minus 150. Uh, so I still, you know, don't love those particular numbers, but I still, yeah. I, you still jump on it uh, anytime, anytime the prognosticator and Vegas whispers are involved. So jump, definitely jump on. The fact that they're still keeping it at four and a half, I, I think, is another. Why, 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 exactly. Why wouldn't they move it to five and a half? Or at least five. Or at least five. Yeah, exactly. 
I, to be honest, guys, I'm, I'm not really sure. Maybe they had a number here that it was early. And I'll, one number that I was watching in addition on my own that I always track these numbers is not only at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, but here in Vegas, Damian Harris's rushing yards stood last night at 47 and a half and over at DraftKings Sportsbook, 48 and a half. It was slightly juiced, minus $1.22 to go over. That number has now moved three yards and over at DraftKings Sportsbook, it's 51 and a half. Over at FanDuel, that number is at 56 and a half. And here in Vegas, that number is now at 54 and a half. So that number has been clearly on the move. It looks like a lot of people, guys, quietly. And a, a game that I don't a player, I don't have any Vegas Whispers uh, play on or sharp information on, guys, or in terms of respected money. But somebody out there has really loving Damian Harris's ability to move the ball on the ground tonight. That might be a number that you guys might want to look at as well because that number is getting sharp quiet steam as that where did, you, where, where did you say it started frankie it started at 47 and a half here in vegas 48 and a half minus a dollar 22 sunday night at 10 22 p.m vegas time on damian harris and that number now currently i believe is sitting at 51 and a half juiced to a dollar 37 i believe to go over so th- that number has moved three three yards over uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook. It is now up to 56.5, I believe, over at FanDuel, at, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. And guys, here in Vegas, that number is being seen at 54.5. So that's a quite of a drastic move. We're looking at almost seven, eight, nine yards, depending on where you look. Six yards, you know, three yards over at, at DraftKings, which is a lot for them to move. As we just referenced, you guys were wondering, why are they not moving the Jamison Crowder uh, receptions up to five or five and a half? Well, most of the times they just like to move the juice and not move that number yeah. so they can avoid getting middled. But in this particular instance, guys, there's such, there's, there is strong steam to Damian Harris and such strong steam that they're willing to move this total three yards. That tells me that something's going on and some respected money in certain outlets. I'm not sure if it's syndicate money right now or respected fantasy players, but somebody out there is really in love with Damian Harris's rushing yards going over tonight against a porous Jets defense. It might also be in tune with what I was mentioning earlier, that Quinnen Williams, one of the Jets' best defensive linemen, is, is probably out for the night. Yep. Is out. Could yeah, be out so. for that. Now, now, Ben, I'll hop in right here. Ben, Damian Harris to score the first touchdown in the game is plus 1050 on FanDuel. Him to score is plus 180 on FanDuel. Damian Harris... Um. Oh, uh, we already mentioned. Damian it's the same Harris at DraftKings on- too. It's the same at DraftKings as well. The plus ten fifty. Yeah. Okay. Did I say Fanduel? Yes. I'm sorry. I meant to say DraftKings. I apologize. I meant to say DraftKings. I'm. I'm thinking. Be- I, 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 I never think- heard of Fanduel. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, you know, I said Fanduel because I have. This is funny how my mind is working. I have a free play at Fanduel. And I'm thinking I'm gonna hop on. <laughs> My free play is gonna go to Damian Harris. So yeah, like I was saying, excuse me, at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the good people that bring us this program, that number is uh ten plus ten fifty to score the first touchdown, plus one eighty to score a Ben. And also, if Damian Harris, if we correlate this, this plays this looks good for the under, correct? I would think so, considering that the Patriots like to run the ball, they like to control time of possession. Cam Newton already runs and the, the ball. Jets like the, and the Jets like to punt. And the Jets like to punt and not score and turn the ball over on offense. Like I, the last time these two teams played, I think the Patriots won thirty-three to nothing. Now, granted, it was a much better Patriots team last year than it was 
this year. But the reality is, is that I, I can't imagine the Jets putting up much of a fight this year. It's not like the home crowd is going to have much of a difference and, and go through their, their game log over the last several weeks. It hasn't been particularly impressive because they still don't have a win. And other than maybe the game against Buffalo, that was the one week that they covered against the spread. You just don't really expect a whole lot from these guys. So I, I know that the number has moved up from 41 to 42 and a half. I just have a very difficult time trying to envision how any team is going to score. I think if anything, what I might consider doing in this game is that I think the Patriots should be able to score at will. I think they'll score on their opening drive. And if that ends up being the case, once they score, then I'll probably hop on the under after that. Ah, uh, that, that, that makes sense. I can see that. That's a, that, that's a good call right there. Uh, what do you think, Frankie? Does this correlate to the under or are you, like, you going to leave that alone? Uh, to be honest, guys, I actually, you know, I say it all the time. Friends just don't let friends bet the Jets. But with the way that this line and steam Uh-oh. is going, I almost can see myself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm don't do it. saying this. Don't do I, it. I, I can almost see myself teasing the Jets up and going and t- teasing the un- the total up and going under and Ooh. fading and fading all of this steam. Interesting. I, I really do. I mean, I, I, I think that both teams are going to struggle to score. I think it's going to be more of a short passing game, which will keep the clock moving. I'm not so sure that you're going to see these teams move that much. And if they do, I could see them moving the ball in between the 20s, but then being, getting bogged down and maybe not you know, finding the end zone as much as a lot of people are seeing right now. But I almost kind of lean. I, I would, you know, especially with this number going to 42 and a half guys, if you look at it, a six point teaser, which you can get it even, you know, obviously less, you could be looking at the Jets plus 16, getting them through that prime number of, of uh, even six and a half and going through that prime number of 16 and going through getting 16 and a half and getting the total at 48 and a half, 49. And especially if these numbers continue to steam, I'm going to wait because I think there's going to be even more money on the Patriots. And maybe they close at like 11 and maybe this total goes creeps up to like 43 or 43 and a half. And guys, maybe we could get close to 50. I don't see it happening. And with all this money right now, we know it on these highlighted games. It pays to fade people. But I mean, as painful as that may sound, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I won't have the uh, Gagnolis to... Uh, you know, maybe, you know, press the button and hit confirm wager when, you know, when it has the New York Jets on the screen. You know, I just really don't know if I could do it. But right now, it just looks awfully tempting to tease these two teams and, you know, and go opposite both both teams right now, guys, because I don't know if the Patriots can beat anyone by by 17 points. Maybe if they do, it's the Jets are the, probably the only team in the league they could do it with. Yeah, that, would, that would be the one, Frankie. If, if yeah, they could do that, it would be the New York Jets. It's it's true, but I mean, you know, if I, you told me I'm going to get more than 16, that's a big number. That's a big number. I mean, the, the you know, the, the Chiefs struggled to get that, you know, to cover that number against the Jets. And, you know, the Jets look like they were, you know, in that game as well, you know, until they until they weren't. But, you know, let's just let's just keep, you know, let's keep, you know, let's let's keep everything in perspective. Yeah, Monday Night Football, this is not this is a little bit different than Cam Newton. Yeah, I want to say this is Monday Night Football. This is not Pat Pat. This is not Pat Mahomes. But, uh. Yeah, you know what, Ben? I think it's a good idea, and and, and you know, and, and with my free play, I think I, I think I might I might have to roll that one out there. Yeah, it's not a bad play at all. I like the opportunity to be able to tease on this game as well. So yeah, I, I think I'm definitely in agreement with you guys here. All right, then. So let's get ready to get on up out of here. Don't forget the fresh, official Vegas Whisper free play for the day. It's Jamison Crowder over four and a half. Unfortunately, you may have to lay the wood for that one, but still, it should more than likely hit and keep the streak going. Monday Night Football is tonight. 
Vegas Whispers family. We'll be back with you throughout the course of the week. Got the Masters coming up. We're going to start to get into some NBA draft stuff. And, of course, we got Maxion and college football and the NFL. So, for Frankie and Ben, I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, SI DraftKings. Both of you by the great people at DraftKings. We're out.